Welcome to Library Life, the podcast where we talk about all things library. And some things not. My name is Shana. And I'm Nathan. And I'm Jenna. And today we have a very special guest. So on today's episode, we have a guest with us, Nathan. Say hi, Nathan. Hello. You can... <laughs> you can also just feel free to jump in as we talk about stuff and yeah. just cut in. All right, sounds good. Today we have Nathan with us. He's one of our friends that we grew up with. We went to the same church together. And I babysat you. Frustrates <laughs> me a lot. <laughs> Granted, I was more there for your younger sister than, yeah. than yeah. for you. <laughs> I don't remember it, so... <laughs> so then... <laughs> it really dates you, Shana. Oh, I'm so old. <laughs> Um, so Nathan has been listening to our podcast, one of our early supporters, and how did this even come about? How did we start going down this path? You offered to be on one of our episodes, because you said you had a cool story about reading, and we were like, and yeah, we're like, yes, absolutely. we need more content for our <laughs> podcast. The t- today is finally the date where we're making it happen. Yeah, and cool. so, so we have Nathan here. And I'm not going to talk anymore about who he is, because we're going to let him. Do you want to tell us a little bit about who you are, Nathan, to the audience? Yeah, sure. Um, so my name's Nathan, and I guess I'll tell you a little bit about myself. I most recently just got married. So yeah. We were at his wedding. In May. Yes, you guys were there. Um, so my wife's name is Nicole. Yeah. Why don't you tell us about what your job is? Yeah. Um, so right now, I'm a parts delivery driver at uh, Mercedes-Benz dealership. So I've kind of... It's kind of where I started listening to podcasts more was just with all the spare time I have driving. So, like, how often do you drive? Like, do you is that like all you do is just drive every day? Yeah, for the most part. So, like, in a nine-hour day, I'm probably driving for, like, six, seven hours. Wow. Really? Yeah. So, like, you're never in the office. You're always just on the road. Yeah, like, I spend, like, a bit of the morning there and then a bit of the evening. But, uh, like, for the most part, it's just driving during the day, so... And is that what you always did there, or did you, like, transition into that role? Yeah, I started out in just, like, a more basic role, like, doing, like, shipping, receiving, and stuff uh-huh. like that, but uh, since February, I've been doing driving for them, yeah. Oh, okay. And do you like it? Yeah. Um, I really enjoy kind of being on the road and kind of being by myself, so I really enjoy that part of the job. Yeah. yeah. Now, do you drive your own vehicle, or do you drive, like, a company vehicle? No. <laughs> so, I drive a big Mercedes Sprinter van. Which... <laughs> I didn't even know Mercedes made vans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're, they're them and, like... Are pretty much some of like the work van. Oh, okay. Builders, mm. so. so it's like a work van, it's not like a minivan. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I didn't actually know that. Like, I never talked to you about your job before. So, yeah. <laughs> first century friends. I know. First time on the podcast. <laughs> we're learning all this new stuff about you. <laughs> so, you were saying that um, that part of your job is that you get time in the car to listen to stuff. So, how did that kind of, do you want to like tell us the how that all initialized and kind of. Did you just think like, oh, I need to listen to something or... Yeah, well, I think I started originally just like listening to music and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But if you only listen to the same songs for so long, <laughs> yeah. and I realized, well, I'm driving so much in a day that I need more than just music to listen to. So I started listening to podcasts. Yeah. Uh, Do you remember which podcasts you started with? I'm cool. just curious. Um, well, or like which ones are your kind of go-tos? All kind of stuff now. And I still do. Um, this was kind of before I got into audiobooks more. I was listening to like all kinds of stuff like... Like hockey stuff or... Yeah. That's or... another thing about Nathan. He's big into sports. Yeah. <laughs> Which <laughs> most, we have no... Me and Shane are like, whatever. Hockey, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely hockey. So I'm a big Leaf fan. A lot of that kind of stuff. And then... Uh... What's that one that's like super popular? Oh, it's like got a weird name. I think it's a hockey one. 
And it's uh, like, uh... Spit and chiclets? Yes, yeah. that one. Because yeah. I think of that little gum you used to get at Halloween. Did you ever get chiclets? Oh, They were like okay. in a little box and there was two yeah. little pieces of gum. Yeah, no, I was talking about teeth. Oh. <laughs> oh, that makes so much yeah. sense. Because I was like, what is that? I saw it was on the top in the Spotify list. Yeah. Did you no, ever listen to that one? Yeah, I listened to that one. It can get a bit racy, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well... It is what it is. Yeah, that's it. Uh, for the hockey talk. In the summer, it's pretty slim, so. Well, I guess because it's out <laughs> of season. Trying to off season. Yeah. <laughs> I listen to the Steve Dangle podcast, which is like, he's a hugely fan, so. That's okay. Another one I listen so it's to. like sports. Those are probably, those would probably come up in like the big ones if you looked up sports podcasts. So. Yeah. 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 So then how did you get from like podcast to audiobook? Because that's one of the big things we wanted to talk to Nathan about today. Yes. Was um, how he got transitioned into audiobooks. And it was a bit of a rebirth in terms of his reading. So so how did you get to audiobooks from podcasts? Yeah, well, I think I was just looking for, like, all kinds of stuff to listen to, like, podcasts. So I was looking for, you know, like, sports and some, like, finance stuff. And then just kind of looking for, like, pop culture stuff that I like, like Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. or Star Wars or Marvel. And then I looked up um, a Narnia podcast and I found oh, one. Oh, yeah? And that kind of prompted me to start reading or I actually had the uh, like the folks on the family audio dramas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. on they're, CD. They're from like way back when. they're not like the proper like they're, a, they're, they're like a bridge, no, right? Yeah, yeah they're slightly. But it's pretty close though. Yeah. And so I, I had all those on CD. So I started listening to them. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> and that cool. kind of got me back into those. So I, I were actually, they good? Like I, as an adult listener, were they? Yeah, enjoyable? I actually found that. Well, I don't know. I that's kind of something that they'll talk about is that I really liked. I still enjoyed all the stuff they enjoyed as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just in different, like, I appreciate different things about it, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So That's when you were true. listening to this Chronicles of Narnia, so when you, you listened to the whole series? Yeah, not in order at all. I kind of just... <laughs> you did it random? Yeah. <laughs> How did you read, do that? I read, well, because I knew them very well, because I, yeah. I always liked re-listening or rereading back then to stuff. How so. many times have you read the series? Oh, um... Well, actually, I, for the most part, I only read it probably twice, but I always listened to the CDs. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. like, many... I, w- I would fall asleep to them at night and stuff all the oh, time. Oh, okay. So that in like Adventures in Odyssey, but that's yeah. I, I listen to Adventures in Odyssey too. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, how many times have you read it, Shana? I think I've only read Chronicles of Narnia once. I feel like I've read it once for sure once, and I think maybe some of them I've read like a few times. Like yeah, yeah. I think like, so. You know, some... Line the Witch in the Wardrobe. I've definitely read more than once. Yeah, I think I've read them all so much that. Each one I read, I'm like, oh, this is my favorite one now. And there's the next time, I'm like, oh, no, this is definitely it. And then there's some that I skip, like, for some reason, just because I know the story of Land the Witch and the Wardrobe so well. I don't really listen to that one that much. Oh, or, you I'm not a big fan of Prince Caspian either, but uh, all the other ones, like, when I listen to them, I just like, oh, this is my favorite one now. <laughs> listen to the next one, it's then that's the favorite. So. Yeah. That's I want to reread the series. Like, yeah, I've, I've been thinking about, I've been thinking it, about so. rereading it because you, when you had first mentioned it, and I remember thinking, okay, so you know how they made, like, the newer versions of the movies? Yeah. Like, in the <laughs> earlier thousands? I had, like, the biggest crush on Prince Caspian. Oh, yes. Oh, he Did you ever watch those movies? <laughs> yeah, the Walden Media ones. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And how did you feel about them? Yeah, well, I, like, I didn't, I think I only saw the Prince Caspian one once. I don't really remember it, but the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe was really well done. And then the Voyage of the Dawn Treader, I just remember being really different from the book and not really liking it. <laughs> There's probably a reason why that was the last one, right? Yeah. That was the last one they made, right? Out of yeah. the remakes? Yeah, they're they're going to do like a Netflix. They're partnering with Narnia. Oh, actually. really? So, really? Yeah, that's cool. Oh, that's what the podcast that I listened to is about. So oh. That's yeah. Is it from Netflix, the podcast? No, or like... it was just 
the... people talking about it, so. Oh, I, I didn't even know that. that. Yeah. Now I'm going to have to, like, look it up once we're done recording, because I'm yeah. like, hmm, I'll It's watch. a couple years out still, but. Oh, okay. Yeah. I will watch that, because that sounds good. Yeah. And also, I will watch, like, anything on Netflix. <laughs> we're done all of our main shows oh, now, no. so. Um, did you watch the old Chronicles of Narnia movies? Oh, like, like the super BBC old ones? ones? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, those I, yeah, I grew up on those for sure yeah yeah well we watched the vhs's like yeah our grandma had them VHS, and we would yeah. watch them over and over and over and the like, costumes and stuff were so, were bad. so bad yeah, and the acting was a little a little rough a little yeah rough, but when you're a kid you don't notice bad acting as uh, much no. <laughs> you're like actually i was a very refined <laughs> child i noticed it all you know i've always liked movies so so you did chronicles of narnia but then what did you do next like what was the next um well after that i kind of was like okay well what else did i really enjoy as a kid so so you wanted to go down that path of childhood reads. yeah and yeah so i i downloaded audible because that was the one that i knew and you probably got so many ads while you're listening to your other podcasts for audible and stuff that is yeah, <laughs> ingrained so in your head I was already. Like, okay well this is just the one that i know about so yeah. i'll go to that one well i got a free credit with it right away yeah. so i was like okay well i'll just use that one and i was like okay well what series did I like probably the most? Well, the Harry Potter series. Yeah, classic. Definitely, even that's classic, yeah, and pretty generic answer, but I really enjoyed those as a kid, and I reread those a lot. So I was like, okay, well, uh, instead of rereading them all, let's just skip to the last one. Oh, <laughs> I was so, going to ask you which one you did. But... So I read, I listened to the last one, and it was also uh, the longest one, I think. Yeah. The longest audiobook, so the most bang for your buck. That's very economical <laughs> that's... of you. Yeah. How long, is that like 30 hours? Uh, it was like 21 hours 21, okay, yeah. Yeah, because I had just reread the Harry Potter books. On I listened to them on audiobook as well a couple of years ago. It was when I was going to TA a course on Harry Potter in the Middle Ages. So I was like, I got to reread the books. And I read all of them except Deathly Hollows because I ran out of steam by the end. No, I was like, oh. It's like, I don't know. I don't know if that's the best one, but. It's like the good because it confirms everything yeah. and it like yeah. finishes the story. Yeah, it's definitely, I think it's like the best one out of the later ones because. They just got, like, super long after the fourth one. Yeah. So. yeah. And, like, true. they could have been edited a little bit more. That's what I think. Yeah. I also... And then after, like after I read the seventh one, I, I went and read the third one, which was my favorite one. So, Prisoner of Azkaban. I was going to say, I was going to say, Prisoner You know, Basket. a lot of people think Prisoner of Azkaban is their favorite movie. Oh, really? Yeah. I find that to be my least favorite movie. <laughs> because the director was very, like, stylistic, apparently. Yeah, he changed everything. <laughs> yeah, so you didn't like the style. But I, other people are like, this is so great. The style is so perfect. So you did Harry Potter. And then, um, what did you do next? Was it another children's yeah. one? Yeah, after that, it was the, if I remember anyways, it, it was the Door Within trilogy. Okay, yeah, I read those. Which is a bit lesser known, but, um, yeah, I really fantasy. enjoyed. I read those when I was, like, a teenager. Um, it's kind of like a medieval fantasy type, mm -hmm. uh. Like, yeah, that's right. Like, it's yeah. a allegory. fantasy. Allegory is what I'm looking for. It's yeah. It's sort of allegorical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Now, but what do you think, what I'm kind of curious about is why, what drew you to the children's books? Like, why were you like, I want to read these kids' books I read as a child versus not, like, I want to find something new? Yeah, I think, I wouldn't even consider them, like, kids' books per se. Like, I I know, like, I, d I did kind of, like, read them as a kid, but I'm more of as a teenager. Uh -huh. I think even though, like, they're more simple, I kind of like that because I find it's easier to get into versus, like, the longer stuff. Lord of the Rings is my favorite, like, movies by far, but... I, I tried reading the books, oh and I goodness. read them all just to say I had, but I really struggled because it was so, so yeah. difficult to I do. I have not even read all of the Lord of the Rings books. I yeah. listened to um, some of them on audiobook. The songs are really good because I sing them all 
on the audiobooks. Oh, okay, that's but cool. They are like they're not the same as reading Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah. In terms of level of reading. No, I, I like the simpler style of reading, and it's just it's still like um, memorable. So. Yeah. Now, because had you been reading like physical books or? Like, I want to kind of hear, hear a little bit about, like, your relationship with physical books, not just audiobooks. So did you, like, read them as a kid, and or were the audiobooks your first step back into reading? Yeah, um, I definitely haven't read any physical books recently. <laughs> but, so, like, what do you think was the last time you read a physical book? Like, was oh, it in high school? Probably. When you uh, had to read it? Like, as far as, like, an actual, like, novel, it's yeah. probably been high school, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. So, like, years. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> Um, I'm trying not to judge you, but I'm not judging you. (laughs) I want to hear your story. (laughs) Yeah, I I think there's definitely something about like having like a hard copy of a book in front of you that's different. But but you that wasn't for you. Yeah, no. I think as a kid, that's obviously I really enjoyed having hard copies, and I always brought them with me. Yeah, yeah. Read them at school during class. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because I'm kind of curious as to like what like how you kind of got away from it from because you you just said that you read them in class, so you were obviously a keen reader. Like, what do you think took you away? Like, did you just lose interest in the stories or too um, busy? Yeah, I don't think I really lost interest. Like I like I said, I kind of kept rereading books uh-huh. um, instead of branching out further. Yeah. I had this, like, weird notion in my head, even though it was completely irrational, that I had read all the good books there were to read. Okay. Oh, so I was just going to keep rereading these ones because oh. I enjoyed them so much. So, oh, and then I think, just, like, really even though it's completely... Yeah, but no, I it doesn't think, make sense. But, but it was a feeling, right? And like yeah. that's yeah. that's totally valid to have that feeling. Yeah. And then I think like kind of around grade nine, ten was when I kind of stopped and just not because I didn't want to do it anymore, but just because I enjoy doing other hobbies more, yeah. like playing hockey or hanging out with friends or that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just kind of drifted apart from the reading. Yeah. Oh, I also think it's super interesting the whole. Uh, like how the childhood books you like going back to them you said because they're simple stories but do you think there's also like an element of nostalgia yeah oh definitely nostalgia yeah yeah that's yeah. that's more yeah that's the main reason why I selected the books I did so yeah because it makes you feel kind of like comfortable yeah and it was also the element of like oh I don't really remember what happens next and then when it happened I was like oh of course that happened I knew that <laughs> yeah well because some people are like totally against rereading oh I'm a huge rereader I reread books all of the time, and I go back to books, because when I need, like, a palate cleanser, if I've read a couple of, like, crappy or, like, so-so books, and I'm like, I just want to be, read a book that I know I'm going to like, and I'm going to enjoy. You know it's good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You're not going to waste your time halfway through and be like, I can't believe they kill off this character. Some people, though, think that there's so many good books in the world that, like, there's no point in rereading. Not me. I don't agree. <laughs> but I've actually, since we had first initially talked about it, I was like, yeah, I should reread some books I read as like a teenager or a kid yes. too. So I reread Anne and Gables, which was lovely. And I'm listening to it right now. Oh, are you? It's great. Well, we're doing an Anne and Gables um, book club at work. We're starting it. So I'm like, <laughs> I know I'm just such nerds. <laughs> oh, we work at the library, so duh. Yeah, my mom was super into that kind of stuff. So we, we took a trip to PEI even to go oh, see. Yeah. Like, to, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so. Did you ever read Anne and Gables? Never read it, but I watched the movies, which are obviously probably not as good. But, but they're pretty good. The they're, movies are pretty the good. The movies are we're pretty great. good. I love those movies. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so right now, though, I'm reading a book um, by Tamar Pierce. She does fantasy. You might actually like her if you like kind of fantasy. But I've read all the good books. 
So she does fantasy, and a book I loved, loved, loved when I was a teenager was Becca Cooper, and the book was called the series is Becca Cooper, and the book was called Terrier, and it's about like this uh, teenage girl who gets to become a guard in like the city. Anyways, I've been rereading them, and I read them three or four times now because like when I graduated from university. I suddenly had all my time to read to myself. So I was like, I just want to read things that I enjoyed and that are, like, nostalgic. And I was a total nostalgia. Like, I remember reading that book for the first time. And, like, ah, the nostalgia is so real. Now, because you did all the children's books, so are you still working on children's books? Or, like, what are you up to, like, right um, now? Well, I guess I kind of actually moved to, after the Door Within trilogy, I moved to books that I had never read before. Oh, oh. so you, like, transitioned yeah, into so new material. There I, is good books left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, kind of hypocritical to what I was saying, but <laughs> it's uh, okay. We're all hypocrites sometimes. Yeah. When I think I was at, I think I was at a, a thrift store, and I just saw um, the Left Behind. Oh yeah, books, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, I know, like my dad read those, and I like I enjoy like the the Kirk Cameron movie. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, I was like, oh, maybe that would be interesting to do. So then I like listened to like a preview of it. I was like, oh, I like the narrator, which is important. Yes, the it is. Books, it's very important. Narrator. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, well, I'll give this a shot. And then I listened to the first one mm-hmm. and finished it in like a week. So that was pretty quick. Like how long does it take you to get through an audiobook because you're driving like all the time? Well, I don't just listen to, like I have to spread things out. Otherwise I'll go crazy. So I'll listen okay. to like one podcast and then another podcast and then some music and then the radio or, okay, and then I'll okay. read an audiobook or yeah. so like, I would never probably spend more than like two or three hours on a book a day. day okay. But, okay. Yeah. Um, so did you finish that series? Or are you just... No, there's like 12. I was, gonna say, I was gonna say, that's a huge commitment. Yeah, I'm on book three right now. Okay, so that's what you're working on. So that's good to know. Okay, so I think we're going to take a reading break. And then after the reading break, I want to... Not a real reading break. Everyone's laughing at me in the room right now. Yes, we are going to pause for a good 10, 15 minutes before we can read yeah. books. I mean, there are lots of books in this room. I'm sure we can find something. Although Nathan's read all the good stuff. <laughs> So we're gonna, yeah, yeah, it is. (laughs) So we're gonna um, break for break for our reading break, and then after the break, I want to get into a little bit more discussion on the format of audiobooks. Reading break. I finished listening to this book that I want to talk about actually this morning. So the book that I finished listening to is called Daughter of the Pirate King by Trisha Levenseller. This was also a reread since we've been <laughs> touching on this. It was a book I read when I was in high school. I was going to say, I think I recognize that title. Is it high school or was it like college? I don't know. A couple of years ago. And it's it's a fun read. It's basically about pirates. I mean, who doesn't love pirates? <laughs> and the main character's name is Aloza. And the title says, Daughter of the Pirate King. And there's these three map. This map that's been divided into three among like the three like pirate lords. Is this like Pirates of the Caribbean? It's kind of like Pirates you of the Caribbean. You know when they like go to the thing and they all have their little coins? Yeah. And they it's have very like similar. the pirate core or whatever they call it. Yeah. So basically her she's been trained by her dad to be this like super fighter, super like Of course. You know. But yeah, so she basically intentionally gets captured by this like rival pirate ship so she can get a hold of their portion of the map. And then shenanigans. Shenanigans ensue. Yes. So, as they do. Yes. <laughs> as they do, that's right. <laughs> so, how did you like it? I did, I really liked it. Um, the narrator is 
it was also really good in this audiobook. Um, she had a British accent, and she did, like, just slightly different accents for each of, like, the pirates. So it was, it was a fun listen. That makes a big difference when you got yeah. some good, um, some good narrators doing, a narrator doing stuff. Uh-huh. Um, but did it, did, was it what you remembered as a kid? Yeah. I actually, like, just downloaded the, because there's the sequel. Because sometimes books don't stand up to a reread. Do you feel like any of the books you read, like, didn't stand up? Like, the um, one that you read as a kid? I think... Like, only, like, the ones from, like, way younger, like, Magic Trios. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't read those. I to read those, and I was like, oh, this is pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason this is for a grade one. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Or kindergarten. I guess not kindergarten. You no, can't read that, but grade one and grade two. But Jenna, what have you been reading? <laughs> wow. I kind of said it earlier in the episode, but I've been reading two things. So I've been listening to Terrier, or not Terrier, the third one in that series Mastiff. that's Tamora Pierce. It's called Mastiff. Thank you, Shana. <laughs> By Tamar Pierce. This is like the last one in the trilogy. And you know what's funny is I had been so excited when this book came out. I think it was 2011 it came out. And I had like went out and bought it. Super excited because I loved the first two books. Uh-huh. I remember this. And then I had like read like two chapters of it and I was like, this isn't the same. And then I like <laughs> put it back on the shelf. It even had a bookmark in it from when I left <laughs> off. And the reason I knew it was 2011 was because it was the one book, one community bookmark. And it was, um, oh. it was for the 2011 book which was Bury Your Dead by Louise Penny. Also, uh, another favorite author of mine. And I'm, like, so salty (laughs) that I didn't like her when she came to be the One Book, One Community author. Anyways, that was the bookmark in it. So that's how I knew it. It had been a long time. So, but I had been rereading the series, so I thought I'm going to give the third one another go now that I'm an adult and so mature. And I might have a different (laughs) perspective. (laughs) So it's, it's good. Like, it's, I can see why I put it down. Cause it's different than the other mm-hmm. two. Like, it doesn't take place in the lower city. And, like, Tamora Pierce is good at setting. Yeah, she's a really good at world building. Yeah, yeah, so it's like, uh, if that's not there, then her books tend to be a little flat. But, I mean, I'm enjoying it, and I'm, like, I want to see how the story concludes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing I'm reading is Home... I want to say Housekeeping, but it is not. It's called Homecoming. No, it's called Housekeeping. <laughs> <laughs> it's by Marilyn Robinson. <laughs> And it had been recommended to me by a friend who I kind of, like, quote-unquote, converted to reading literary fiction. This is Seth. (laughs) If you're listening, Seth, I don't know, that might be kind of vain of me to say I converted him. But got him into reading it. I actually gave him Unless by Carol Shields. And then he he said I should read this book. So I had high hopes, but I'm not too sure about it yet. Mm. It feels very, like, telly. Like, it's like the narrator's telling a lot versus showing... But I'm not very far into it yet, so I'm reserving judgment. That's a little verbal diarrhea of my reading <laughs> right now. So Nathan, what are you up to? You kind of touched on it, but feel elaborate. Yeah, so I've kind of read a lot of stuff recently, but right, right now. now I'm reading the Left Behind series in the third book called Nikolai. The premise of these books, if you don't know about them, is that the rapture happens and it's about all people who are left behind. Hence, Hence the, the title. title. Yeah. <laughs> when were these books written? Do you remember? Oh, I don't know. Like the early thousands. Definitely. Oh, I don't even know. I think Might it's have older than that. that. I think it's oh, like... Really? I bet it's 90s. Yeah, I think 90s. Does it like feel 90s in the book? Yeah, like it's not... There's a, there's a bit of like technology stuff. Like, <laughs> Do they have their pagers? Yeah, it's very it's very like high tech to have like video calls and stuff like that. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. So do you like it? Yeah, um... The third book hasn't been as in like intriguing to me as much as the first two were, mm. but um, 
which is kind of interesting because I've seen the movies and the third book is not covered in the movies. So I was like, oh, maybe this one will be more intriguing to me. But I kind of enjoyed the first two a lot. And then this one I've been slower reading. So like, why do you think like, do you feel like it's just kind of getting stale, the story? Yeah, like, I don't know. I think a lot like happens in the first two that are more um, interesting, I guess. Mm -hmm. So not that it's getting stale, but just feels that like it's... I think the, the, the format of it is kind of... I'm not sure if I'll continue after this book just because the mm. format of it is is getting a little repetitive where it, it you spend very short periods of time with the characters and then it switches characters. Uh, are there a lot like, of character switches then? No, it pretty much switches between the two uh, main male characters, so Buck and um, Rayford Steele. <laughs> the, I think it switches between those characters and it just does it really often i find so you don't spend enough time with oh, the characters so you don't get to know them well enough to like care about them or well not that but i feel like you don't spend long enough like to like actually accomplish much with yeah. each character before mm. you switch to the other character oh i see i see you know what i hate with the perspective switching when you get to the end of the character's chapter it's like a cliffhanger and you're like oh, i don't know what happens next and then the next chapter is the other character yeah. and they make you wait and you're like oh i just want to know it's not even that it'll be like three or four times in a chapter it'll switch perspectives oh really yeah oh, or at least that's the way that the audiobook's telling me the chapters are but... <laughs> yeah well, <laughs> if it's unabridged then i'm sure it is yeah then oh that's weird i find for myself when i like watch a movie or a tv show that's based on a book and then i that i haven't read and then i go back and try and read that book and i oftentimes like don't like the book or i don't like or i don't enjoy it as much as the movie now did you find that or was it like the opposite where you actually really liked the books Mm, i don't even think that i enjoy the movie as a movie i think it's just (laughs) i think it's just thought-provoking so yeah okay um that's kind of why I went into the books, because I was like, oh, this will be interesting and challenging. So. And do the books feel thought-provoking, or do they feel like they're just action? Um, it, It's very disaster movie-ish, except it's a book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, that, it's like, a lot. It's not like there's nothing happening. I think it's just, it never feels like the characters are getting ahead. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, they're okay. just always behind, it kind of yeah. feels like. And, yeah. and it's been three books, so. And you're kind of like, <laughs> okay, let's have something. Something good has to happen, yeah. or something has to be accomplished at this point, yeah. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, so that's what we're what we've been reading. Yeah. Now, now we're gonna go back, back to, to the episode. In the second half of the episode, we're gonna discuss audiobooks as a format, uh, why they were so appealing to Nathan, and just some of the general uh, pros and cons of of the medium. First question we should ask is. There is some controversy around audiobooks. And for those of you who don't know, some people think that you're not really reading when you choose to do audiobooks. And some people think that's not true. And as long as you're taking information, it is reading. Yeah. So Nathan, how do you fall on it? Well, I think it depends what you want to get out of the book. Like if you're looking for the experience of reading, then yeah, I would say audiobooks don't give you that. But if you're just looking to like enjoy the story of the book, then audiobooks don't really do anything different than reading a hard copy book. So what do you mean by experience of reading? So like sitting there and drinking a cup of coffee and oh, flipping so like pages. The, oh, yeah. okay. Like, like the, the physical experience of mm-hmm. like yeah. sitting down and opening. Yeah, I think that's the only real difference in my Like opinion. the aesthetic part of it, I guess. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's interesting. That is interesting. And I do think that there is a lot of like romantic ideas like I feel like that's a very romantic idea of reading right like you have your perfect coffee, coffee and you sit in front of the fireplace and you have your like comfy blanket and, and you yeah. take an Instagram photo oh yes. yeah it's not complete without Instagram <laughs> 
like not to knock that because that actually sounds <laughs> real nice. I know. We should do an Instagram before we leave for our library uh, life podcast. Oh, we should. Anyways, back to the aesthetic idea. So the aesthetic, I think, this is mixed up with the romance of reading, which is like I don't know. I just feel like that's not real. You know what I mean? Like mm. who actually does that when they're reading a book? So that's part of my argument, like that audiobooks are real reading. But it's interesting that you talk about like the experience of reading. But... Yeah, because I. I feel like if you're type of, maybe it's the type of person that like we tend to read a lot yeah. of books. And so we're not reading for, as Nathan said, like the experience of sitting down with a hardcover yeah. book. Like we're reading all the time. So maybe because we just want to intake stories versus like the, I don't know, physical no, I know what you mean. activity that maybe it's different for someone who isn't that big of a reader and then thinks, oh, I only read for like an hour a week or whatever. And so maybe they want the experience of sitting down and having all that uh-huh. and they're the people who push back against the audiobooks yeah that's interesting but like do you like if you talk about um an audiobook you've listened to would you say i've read that book yeah i think so yeah i'd probably do it by accident like just out of that's just what i actually think so yeah 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 well because i feel like um do you have a goodreads account you know where you track all your the books you've read nope okay <laughs> you should it's really fun <laughs> But anyways, so I have a Goodreads account, and I've had people, like, not, like, legitimately bring me to task, but, like, have kind of teased me and be like, you can't put that on your Goodreads, you just listen to that. (laughs) And I was like, uh, what? Like, because I think that if you've listened to it, it's like if a kid, your parent reads a book to you out loud, right? Like, you kind of consider that a book you've read. Like, you've read it together, right? Like, I could certainly consider audiobooks real reading. I also think it's kind of, like almost discriminating against people who have the ability to read like a real book yeah like people who who are vision impaired like there's no other way for them to read yeah so is it like saying that that's not real reading because you didn't use your eyes to do it i don't know i just feel like it's even though it's not a new thing it's kind of become like more popular in these uh, the last couple of years so I feel like whenever there's anything that becomes, like, super popular, there's always that pushback against, like, well, that's not how it always used oh, to be. Yeah. So then, therefore, I don't know. I don't the haters. Say... Haters gonna hate. <laughs> that's what you want to say? Yep. <laughs> I, think, I think it's easier in today's day and age to read audiobooks, too, because, and that's why people are trending there, because you can always, like, everyone has a phone. So yeah. you yes. always have the book with you, and you don't have to... Like, remember to bring it with you in case you have time to read. Like, if you're driving somewhere, you can just listen to it. Or if yeah. you're... Uh, for me, like, at work, um, I can listen to it because I drive, so... so... That's a very different physical experience, just listening to it wherever versus that, like, sit by the fire with your coffee. That's, like, something you have to carve out time for. Yes. Because I feel like the audiobooks make reading super accessible. Like, you can just mm-hmm. fit it in wherever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, I listen to audiobooks, like, on the way to work when I'm Because I take the bus, so it's... For my yeah. 10 like, to 20 minute commute, my headphones are in. Or I'll listen to it if I have like, um, if I'm, I have off desk time at work and it's, and I'm just doing like a meaningless task, like I'm just cutting out stuff. Mm-hmm. It doesn't require a lot of like mm-hmm. <laughs> thinking. I'll just pop it in an earbud and pull up one of my audiobooks and listen to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I, the same, like I probably listen to more audiobooks than I read physical books because I listen to it just like all when I'm cooking or doing anything that's uses a different part of the brain, which actually brings up an interesting question. Do you only listen when you're driving, Nathan, or do you listen other times, too? Um, well, I was about to say, oh, no, like, I listen when I'm in my car, too. <laughs> <'Cause> I... 
I consider like driving for work and driving like by myself yeah. different. But yeah. Um, I think yeah, for the most part, I've been listening at work just because when I'm not at work, I've been like, well, I'll just listen to music because it's a shorter drive. I find it's harder to listen to a book when you're just like, oh, I only have 15 minutes. Driving in the city. To drive here, so. Yeah. yeah, I do that too. I don't necessarily put my audiobook in when I'm just driving like somewhere in the city. Mm-hmm. I'll listen to like the CBC or whatever, but on the radio or whatever channels I have, but I don't tend to go to the effort of plugging my phone in unless we're going like an hour or two yeah. hours or whatever. I also like listen when I'm doing like house chores, like I'm doing laundry or yeah. cleaning or anything. It's yeah. But I also like read like do ebooks quite a lot. So I mean I don't know if we want to talk about that, but that's also <laughs> another like format that's kind of along with audiobooks where it's not like a traditional a format. Traditional format. But I do think like the big benefit of audiobooks is you can just fit them into your life. Yeah. And like I think people are super busy, right? Like that's everyone you know is like yeah. I'm so busy, I'm so busy. And this is a way to kinda of, like get it back, which I think is one of the big benefits of it. Yeah. Well, depending on what you're doing, you can do you can do that and then also listen to the book. Whereas, like, if you're physically reading a book, you can't. You can't, you can't also be listening to the book. <laughs> yeah, you can't be driving while you're physically yeah. Well, and I know some people, though, like, because my, like, I I have certain activities I can do and certain ones I can't. Yeah. Like, it's pretty, like, I can't be reading an article and listening to a book. Like, I can't do that. No. Um, some people can. I'm like, I don't know how your brain handles that. Yeah. But I have yeah. to do things that aren't, I don't know, I don't know how to brain scientist, but, like, there's certain parts of my brain that if it's like in, too engaged in the task, I yes. can't listen to the audiobook. Like even sometimes if I'm cooking and I'm like or baking rather and I'm counting out like cups or something, I can't listen to the audiobook because I can't keep both those things straight. But when it's like stuff that I don't have to think too much about, I can definitely do it. So what do you think though is we talked a lot about what makes them good, but what do you think is the big con of audiobooks or is there one? Well, I don't really think it's as important as maybe some people would, but like I said, like the experience. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, like, I think just, maybe this is just more mundane, but, um, like, a, if you, if you lose your spot or if you tune out for a second because something happens, then to try and go back is a lot more oh, difficult in a real book yeah. than it is in a real book. Because in a real book, you can just say, okay, well, where do I remember last reading? And you yeah. can just flip to it. Whereas in an audiobook, you can only skip by like 30 seconds or 15 seconds mm-hmm. or whatever. So you have to just kind of, Try and find where you were. That is so true. Because right now, like, the book I'm reading, I'm, like, listening on audiobook and reading in the physical book. And oh, my oh. goodness. <laughs> Every time I, like, try to get where I am in the audiobook, it's, like, I had to, like, flip, flip, flip. And I'm, like, looking. Yeah. And, of course, there isn't, like, chapter headings. It's just, like, dates because it's diary format. But, the like, each day is, like, 50 pages long. Oh, my goodness. It's such a pain in the butt. I feel like that would be hard. Like, does the narrator... Because you'd be reading, if you're physically reading it, mm-hmm. you'd be reading it differently than the narrator would be reading it. Well, the like, narrator says, like, Tuesday, June 24th, or whatever the date is. And then she'll just read the thing, like, read the whole section. But it's hard when you're, like, trying to find it back. Because it's not like there's all these little chapters where it's easy to see, like, chapter one, yeah. chapter two, chapter three. But it's so tricky. And part of me is like, I should just listen to this book on audiobook. But I really <laughs> want to finish it because I'm running out of time with my audiobook. But, well, speaking of running out of time with an audiobook, how do you, are you still using Audible to get your audiobooks? 
Yeah, I am for now. <laughs> for now? Yeah. Have you tried Libby? You should try it. The library no, one? I think I tried it and then I realized I needed a library card. Oh my goodness, Nathan. So... <laughs> you don't have a library card? Uh, maybe I do somewhere. Oh my goodness. I don't know where it is. So you don't? <laughs> <laughs> I also I also found out, maybe this is just the millennial in me, but um, I found out that you, you, sometimes a book is on hold. Yeah. It's yeah. On there. And that just boggles my mind because I'm like, it's a digital copy. How can it be on hold? Okay. I can explain <laughs> how this happens. Okay. <laughs> so the library purchases like 15 copies of each book. So it's not like unlimited. It's like a oh, okay. copyright yeah. issue. And then, so then we only actually have the rights to 15 copies. Oh, okay. So it's not like, it's like a PDF that you can just download, download. unlimited times. Yeah. It's also, it's like the same way... You just think about them the same way you think about a physical book. Yeah. There's only so many copies of it and you have to wait in line. Right. It's so that you can't just like totally abuse the system and then authors make no money. Okay. So if you download it onto your phone then, and then once your time with it is up, like, does it delete it from your phone? Yeah. Or, it just oh, okay. disappears. It has like expired. So like I think if you can renew it, it's there's no one else waiting. Yeah. Oh, okay. But like I can like change how long you have it in your settings. Like before you download it. I would recommend going to your settings and, like, change it to, like, 21 days instead of 14 days. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so you can have it for, like, a week longer. But this might be good because, like, now you said you're reading new new stuff. Because I found I read a lot of different stuff because I just picked what was available at the library. Yeah. Oh, okay, also, it yeah. saves you money. Are you paying yeah. for a subscription every month? Yeah, but I, oh, I kind of swindled my way into it cheaper. Oh, are you, like, <laughs> using, like, 6 million email accounts? <laughs> no. No. No, I... <laughs> Uh, I won't reveal how I did it. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think we all know, but it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. But you should definitely use Libby because yeah, it saves you guilt tons of free. money. free. Free. <laughs> yeah, I think the, the reason why I didn't go with that at first was because I was, like, trying to look up all these books that are, like, more or less famous books. I was trying to find all them, and they were all in, like, six-week holds, and I was like, okay, well, I need something now. Yeah. So. Well, but what I would encourage you to do, though, in that app is to go to, like, the currently available stuff yes and look through it because i found so many good books that i would have never ever read otherwise just by picking from that list because i want something now yeah. and if you look at like what's popular then it's yeah 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 i think good. with where i'm going now and reading like i think it would that that would benefit me more and it's just because i was looking for a specific book kind before. of in the earlier part of your reading yeah, journey yeah, yeah yeah um yeah also, so we can get you a library card yeah <laughs> between the two of us we can hook you up <laughs> Uh, so, but I think that's a good transition, um, what you were saying about where you're at now, because I want to talk a little bit before we close the podcast on like, how do you think reading has affected your life? That sounds kind of cheesy. And if you feel like it hasn't, that's okay. But do you feel like there's any sort of change that you've been reading more or it's just like, what do you think? Um, I think I found that like, I was a little worried as that. I wouldn't enjoy the books as much as I did as a kid, but then mm-hmm. reading them, I was like, oh, no, I actually found different things that I wouldn't have noticed as a kid, and I, I really enjoy reading them again, so that, was, that yeah. was a lot of fun for me. So do you feel like it's kind of, because you said, like, you're picking up stuff you didn't pick up as a kid, so do you feel like it's engaging, like, your brain in a bit of a different way, like, making you a little bit more thoughtful? Yeah, I guess more thoughtful with some of the, like, not as much the more basic ones, but um, I think I found, like, what really engaged me was like being like, oh, I don't remember what happens here. Yeah. So I'm trying to like remember what happens next. So that kind of um, kept me going into them. So yeah, yeah. Well, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I feel like it would, if I was doing a kind of a menial job, which I have done many of those in my day. <laughs> it's like nice to have something where it's like 
bringing you to a different headspace as you're doing something that's so basic, just like driving or whatever. Like you can feel like you, you come away from being like, yeah, I like did maybe learn a few things, but I like thought a little differently. I had some critical thinking today. Yeah, I think for sure. And that's, like that's why I listen to some of the podcasts I do too, like mm-hmm. listen to finance ones sometimes too. So I, I do what, like if I'm just driving, then it's good to find stuff that you can actually benefit from. Yeah, which is super nice. Yeah. All that being said, I want to know what's next for you in terms of reading. Because it sounds like you've been on a really big reading journey. How long would you say this has been kind of going on for? Like when did you first get in? Like February, did you say? Was yeah, when? February was when I started. So probably around then, um, maybe a little bit like, before. That's when we had our first conversation probably around that time or maybe a few months after. Yeah, sometime in the, around then or spring or something. Yeah, early spring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but so what do you... So you over the past few months you've been kind of reading your children's books and then you've been now you're reading new books so where do you feel like is next for you yeah I kind of I'm not really sure um (laughs) I don't know where um where things are going to go like with life or anything so it with the circumstances I'm in now I have a lot of time to read so I've been using that read Mm -hmm. I said read because I'm reading (laughs) (laughs) um but I think depending on where life takes me then I might not have as much time to it and a lot of a lot of my other hobbies like I find that for the most part I'd rather do them but I still think that it's kind of gonna be something that'll ebb and flow like Mm -hmm. I'll be like okay I want to come back to some of these books again I'll probably read them all again (laughs) (laughs) I think that's okay though like I don't think think you have to be do or die like I think a lot of times people who are readers and we we're very intense obviously (laughs) but I think sometimes we can be too intense where it's like you have to love reading you have to read every night before bed like you gotta read 100 books a year or else you're not a real reader which is why I quit Goodreads (laughs) (laughs) did you like legitimately quit Goodreads yeah I mean like I did like I don't know I just okay this is my excuse for not doing Goodreads I read too fast to like keep up to date with Goodreads and then I just stopped caring about keeping track of the books that I was reading. Because it's kind of like you're performing like I'm a reader so I need to act this way. Yeah and then I just kind of got tired of like being like beholden to like the Goodreads because you set a goal of like how many books you think you can read in a year. So I mean and it would tell you you are five books behind or you are like four books ahead. I just got tired of like always worrying about that the hustle and thinking oh god i gotta read quickly so that i can like get i need to read five books this week to get back on track like yeah forced reading is a lot less um, yeah not good yeah. not fun <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so i think though it's like it's good that like it's okay to have people who are like you who say it's gonna ebb and flow yes. like i'm enjoying it now but maybe i won't have time like because you don't want to be exclusive when you talk about who gets to be a reader mm-hmm. or who gets to call themselves a reader yeah and I feel like it's not as important, like, how many books you're reading or how many books you have read versus, mm-hmm. like, you are reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, even if it takes you, like, I don't know, like, four months to read a book, you're still a reader because you're still reading. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you have any, like, crazy genres you want to try out? <laughs> no, I think I've always been, like, into kind of, like, medieval, like, fantasy mm-hmm. and yeah. some sci-fi stuff. I read a lot of star wars books when i was a kid too but I've, it's been hard to find because there's so many yeah it's been hard to find those on audible or any did you um, read dune no but I, <laughs> I heard they're remaking the movie so i'm excited for that dune is interesting <laughs> you should i think you should read it because i think it's something you would be interested in yeah i've definitely heard that it's something like around the genre that i've enjoyed reading so mm-hmm. i'll have to look into that i feel like that's a book that you could like decide if you liked it or not but it's definitely in your genre wheelhouse 
Well, I think that kind of wraps up our conversation. Yes. Um, is there any final things you wanted to say? It's okay if there's not. <laughs> well, no, it's like... Put you on the spot. <laughs> yeah. Where do you see yourself in five years? <laughs> in terms of reading. <laughs> well, thank you for being yes, you. on the episode. Thank you for being a good sport. It's really, like, refreshing, I think, for us to talk to someone who's not, like, a voracious reader or who's come to it through a different kind of path than mm-hmm. we have because we kind of get stuck in our own world. So, yeah. so thank you for bringing us some new insight. Yeah, it was fun to talk about it and it makes me think more about it too. So Yeah, well, that's part of the fun yeah, of the podcast is. is you have to think a little bit more about what you believe in if you're going to talk about it for 45 minutes. Yep. <laughs> so, so thanks again. Yes. And if you liked this episode or want to react to some of the things we talked about, you can find us on Twitter at LibraryLifePod, on Instagram at LibraryLifePod, or you can send us an email at LibraryLifePodcast at gmail.com. This concludes episode 10 of Library Life. May the good books be long and the bad books be short. Until next time.